Hello friends and welcome to Mendu Disney, episode number 165, Gotta Eat Fast. I'm Tom and joining me today is Matt. What's up everybody? And just uh, just Matt. I, th- I think I'm really enjoying saying just Matt. Anyway, we, uh, we're usually three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. So I'm pretty excited for this episode because one of the things that I love is quick service in the Magic Kingdom. And that's one of the things, we're not just quick service in the Magic Kingdom, but quick service throughout all the parks. But that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, what are the best quick service restaurants that were ranked, rated in 2021? You know, this isn't a list that we've created. We're going off like a rated list. And, you know, where do we enjoy eating? What are our highlights of it? Where should we recommend you guys to go? And, you know, why, do quick, why does quick service exist? So, Tom, what, what, do you, what do you think about when you think about quick service at Disney World? Well, first, I, wanna, I just want to uh, <clears throat> clarify. This, this list was, uh, was an outline I put together where I, I looked, you know, through Google reviews, TripAdvisor, you know, Disney ratings themselves, and pulled together you know, a four or five, I'm looking through maybe six in some categories, but, uh, just a few, a few quick service restaurants, the rated best quick service restaurants in uh, each of the four parks, uh, just kind of went across all resorts and pulled five out of there. And then Disney Springs, I pulled six together. So that's what we're going to be discussing. And I mean, looking at the list, I, I have to say, I agree with a lot of it. There are some restaurants I have not tried which we'll um, obviously we'll mention those as we get to them. But yeah, I do a lot of quick service at Disney. If I don't have a Disney dining plan, I could be perfectly content eating quick service every meal. Yeah. And um, I feel the same way. So, but before we get into the main topic of the evening, let's take a moment and pause to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. So your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. All right, Matt, so as we mentioned, talking quick service, rated by a variety of websites that I looked through. What it, where do you want to start? You want to, I, let's start in the parks. I don't care which park we start in, and we can uh, we can kind of go down the list and, and give our comments. Let's start. Let's start in Animal Kingdom. I think that starting there will be fun because you love Satuli Canteen. 
Like, do you, you think that's a great? Do you think it's the best? Is that the best quick service in Disney World, in your opinion? Yeah. So, uh, Cedula Canteen was the highest rated quick service in Animal Kingdom. I personally think it is the best quick service in in all of Disney World. You know, I, you hear us talk about this restaurant quite a bit. If you're a Patreon listener, we've got a fun uh, episode where we kind of talk about plans for our upcoming trips. And you hear us reference, you hear me reference to Matt uh, in that episode that, hey, look, you need to make sure you you dine at Satili Canteen. So it did not surprise me to see that come up first on the list. Obviously, it's located in Pandora. And, um, you know, it's actually really, really near the exit of Flight of Passage. So it, it makes for a good, you know, you, you're in line, you're in line for Flight of Passage. You, you mobile order your food. To be ready at like eleven or something, eleven thirty, and then right as you exit the ride, you just walk on right into Satuli Canteen and and get a meal. I'm really excited for you to try this, Matt. It's certainly a restaurant Pete and I have raved about, and I think you uh, and your wife are going to enjoy this restaurant as well. And with this with this particular restaurant, you told me I need to mobile order right when I get to the park, you know, at nine a.m. if I want to eat around eleven thirty, right? Well, I would say that's really any. Any quick service today, because what happened is mobile order used to just, you know, it kind of, it existed, but a lot of people still went and preferred to wait in line and order in line. Disney doesn't have that option anymore. You cannot walk into a quick service restaurant. It, it like, can't, last time I was in Satuli Canteen, you couldn't even enter the restaurant until your order was ready. Like you couldn't even go in and get a table. And that's like, that's a lot of these quick services the last time I was there. So yeah, you need to, right when you walk in the park. It's best just to go ahead and get your order in for for lunch. Otherwise, you'll you'll get hungry at eleven. You'll go to look, and their ready window will be pushed out to two o'clock. Okay. Well, let's stay in Animal Kingdom here, and let's go to Restaurantosaurus. And if I'm right, Tom, did this used to be a character breakfast that we would go to? I think it was. Um, I, I'm pulling up my phone now to to look. I, I'm almost ninety percent sure it was. This actually came in third on our list, and, and for the rest of them, we'll, we'll go in order. But Restaurantosaurus is is a place I don't eat a lot. And looking through the reviews, I mean, people people had good things to say about it. But it's it kind of surprised me to see it this high on the list. Yeah, if, if it's what I'm remembering, there used to be like a Donald's Breakfastosaurus-like um, lunch. Anyway, or no, breakfast, I'm sorry. Character breakfast. And it might still be there. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really eat at this particular spot mainly because I really don't go in Dino Land when I go to Walt Disney World. I mean, especially Animal Kingdom. I'll probably go this, you know, one of my next upcoming trips. But I don't know if I'll eat here. Um, Flame Tree Barbecue, Tom. Let's get back in order. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So this doesn't surprise me at all. It, before Satuli Canteen, Flame Tree Barbecue is where I ate my lunches in the Animal Kingdom. So. Um, I'm glad to see that I was I was on the right side of history here, and I was I ate at what was the best quick service, and and now I eat at the next best quick service. But Flame Tree Barbecue is actually pretty good for for park food. It, it's a little different, you know, than what you get at like a Six Flags or a Carowinds. And uh, we have eaten many meals here. The unfortunate thing is we we typically go to Animal Kingdom first thing in the morning, and we leave by two or three, park hop somewhere, or travel home. So. I haven't had Flame Tree since Satuli opened. Oh wow! It, it is there, and uh, if if I guess something doesn't work out with Satuli, or you look at the menu and Flame Tree looks better, that's uh, that's the route you can go. Another place I used to eat at, number four on our list for Animal Kingdom was Harambe Market. 
obviously this place became I think more popular from a social media standpoint when Harambe the gorilla was shot. But yeah, I can assure you Disney did not name this market Harambe market. It's it's been gorilla. Harambe market. Yeah. yeah, it's been Harambe market for a very 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 long time and like Tom said, you know, we we have both eaten at this this place and I like it. I think it's a I think it's a good spot. Um I I seem to recall, you know, this being like an open air kind of area where you sit down and it was fast it was kind of in like close to kilimanjaro i think or in that area but i could be completely wrong no no you're right actually and sometimes the uh flight of passage queue goes all the way back to harambe market so you'll probably get to see it even if you uh even if you aren't trying to the the last one on the animal kingdom list was yak and yeti local food cafe they do breakfast lunch and dinner here and it is, uh, it's, it's a quick service. There's a Yak and Yeti restaurant that they also have, but this is kind of like, I don't want American Asian food. I mean, they've got like honey chicken, they've got a Kobe cheeseburger, that type of teriyaki chicken salad, a Korean fried chicken sandwich. They're, this is another place that I, I'm just not in Animal Kingdom long enough, or I'm not in, I, I just, if I, if I went to Animal Kingdom four days in a row, I would eat Stuhle Canteen all four days for lunch. Really? Yeah, so that's that's just the frustrating thing. Animal Kingdoms, you know, like when we get into the other parks and start talking about these lists, I eat at these places, all of them, all the time. But Animal Kingdom, it's pretty much for me, Satuli Canteen or or nothing else. All right, well, let's stay in the parks here. And, you know, let's go to Epcot um, because Epcot is a lot of fun. We all know about, you know, Epcot and the way that, you know, you have traditional cu- cuisines from, you know, different countries. But let, let's talk about the quick service here, Tom, and let's um, get into it, starting with, you know, Sunshine Seasons. What, do you, what can you tell me about this one? Yeah, so Sunshine Seasons being rated number one didn't su- – I guess it, it surprised me in a sense because I think number two is actually better. But Sunshine Seasons has a lot to offer. It is um, – it's in the pavilion with Soren and Living with the Land. There are different types of food. It, it reminds me of like a food court. You know, you can go with your family and there's different options for everybody. I've eaten here tons of times. I remember one night late, we were going to do Soren and we got off Soren and just the uh, section where they were selling salads, chick- like, like grilled chicken Caesar salads was still open. I grabbed one on the way out and ate it while we walked out of the park. Uh, I've gotten desserts out of here. My wife's a big fan of, of all the different cupcakes that you can find at, at Disney World. And something tells me one time Sunshine Seasons had like a limited edition or one unique during our trip. So we got a cupcake from there. But yeah, Sunshine Seasons came in at number one. It is in air condition. It is a place to sit down. I think all that appeals to people. There are lots of tables. So I don't think you'd have trouble finding a spot for your family. And I think, you know, there are actually, a, there, at least there used to be, you know, three attractions in that area where you have Living with the Land, you have the um, the Lion King, Timon, Timon and Pumbaa show. I don't know if that's still a thing. And then you have obviously soaring, so it does kind of make like an, for an interesting place where people would you know stop and eat because they're able to do a couple things there. I had no idea this was called Sunshine Seasons. When I asked you like, "Hey, tell me about Sunshine Seasons," I didn't know which one, where it was. But now that you've explained it, I, I definitely know where it is, and I've definitely eaten there. I mean, I've eaten there a hundred times. I feel like, um, and there's well, so, there's just something for everybody there. No, it does not surprise me you didn't know it was called Sunshine Seasons because you also just you know, reference that uh, 
Timon and Pumbaa show could still be there. That certainly is not there anymore. What, what's the, but, what's there in its place? Uh, it's it's a new uh, it's a new video, and I'm I'm actually trying to look up the name of it right now. Uh, I ha- obviously haven't gone in to watch it either. I mean, it's it's a good good show, good show. Yeah, the Lion King show not there anymore. Uh, number two on the list, Regal Eagle. Matt, you I know you've not been to this one. This uh, this opened, I think, maybe early 2020, late 2020, something like that. Uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah, early 2020 or late 2019. But Regal Eagle, for for my money, is the best place to eat in Epcot as it relates to quick service. There are certainly restaurants and table services that would exceed this. I think it's decent barbecue. I mean, I'd put it on on, on par with Flame Tree. I think the sides are good. The banana pudding's really good. The theming's great. You're in the American Pavilion. I If I don't eat here every time, like actually get a... a a meal, I always get the banana pudding and the mac and cheese. Both are fantastic. Yeah, I've never eaten there, but that, that's on our list to check out. Um, La Cantina de San Angel, San Angel, however yeah. you pronounce it. I'm saying no, you had it, San Angel. Yeah, uh, Mexico Pavilion, stunned this is on the list. Uh, just never, never eaten there. Don't have any desire to eat there. The restaurant inside the Mexico Pavilion's rated very poorly. I just don't see how this would be much better. This is outside, uh, outside of the temple that you go by. It's on the right when you're when you're walking into the park. It it gets rated highly, and I don't know <clears> if it's just a simple, uh, just a simple meal with families and and all kids like chips and salsa or what. But I don't know how this got rated so highly. So I can speak on me and Pete have actually eaten here. We um we're starting our you know around the world trip. And so we got margaritas actually at outside, like at this place, La Cantina Day in Hell. And we didn't go inside to get margaritas. I don't think me and Pete knew to do that at that time. Um, but anyway, we got basic tacos and it was fine. I mean, it wasn't, you know, right home about, but it was the perfect thing to get in our tummies before we start working our way around the around the world showcase. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's basic. It's nothing special. Um, I definitely wouldn't be opposed to, you know, us eating there on a trip. But it's definitely a quick service thing, and there's better places in Epcot, so we really don't have to worry about that. So, Tom, the Yorkshire, I really don't know what this one is, I don't think. I, you probably have eaten this one if you've gone to Epcot with Pete. So, Fish and Chips, uh, the UK Pavilion. Uh, yeah, I've, I've eaten here. We, uh, I've never actually walked up and had to order. So, it's the Yorkshire County Fish Shop, and Pete just always... Just always go. He's like, hey, grab me a drink. I, I'll go get. He doesn't even ask if you want any fish and chips. He's like, I'm just going to go get us some fish and chips. And he comes back with like, like one time we had five guys in the park. And I think they, they ordered like seven orders of like him and one of our buddies. So, <laughs> and we posted up with our iPad and watched football on it in the, in the UK pavilion and, and just, uh, yeah, had far too much fun. But this is to me. If it's not, it, it could be. It could be better than Regal Eagle, especially at the time. Like by the time you get to UK, some fried food, fish and chips, just tastes better. Yeah, and so there's a bar in the UK as well, um, Rose and Crown. Yep. And does Rose and Crown serve food? So you can, yeah, you can eat at Rose and Crown. You can sit down in there and eat, but don't, don't. I mean, you could do it. I'm not going to say it's not good, but York County, the, the York York County, York County. <laughs> Yorkshire, Yorkshire County, County Fish Shop is is really all uh, all you need. 
Okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, Tangerine Cafe. Again, no idea where this is. So, Tom, you're gonna have to lead lead us here. So, I, I'm looking at the Tangerine Cafe. I don't think I've ever eaten there. It's uh, it's in the Morocco Pavilion, and you know, I just the, that style of food isn't isn't you know the style of food I would particular typically eat, but it does rate well. So we left it on the list. I don't have much to add other other than that. Well, it's a place we can potentially check out depending on our our time and stuff like that. Um, so do you do you want to save Magic Kingdom for last and go into Hollywood Studios, Tom? Absolutely. Let's let's jump right into Hollywood Studios. One place. I'm just going to get this out there. I talk about Baseline Tap. I talk about Baseline the the Tap Room Tap House. I can't remember exactly what the name is. Baseline Tap Room. I think I talk about it all the time. And I'm really surprised it's not on the list. Maybe people just don't even consider it a quick service because it, it's got a pretty limited menu. Baseline Tap House is a name, not Tap Room. And I'm, and I'm pulling up the menu just to give you a couple things that I get there. Uh, they you have get like the charcuterie small, board. Yeah, so we get the pretzel. We get the pretzel and the uh, charcuterie plate every time. 19 bucks. Get, we, we split it. My wife and I split it. They, they each come with, like, we get the pretzel because we like the spicy mustard it comes with, I think. And they won't, like, sub the spicy mustard on the charcuterie plate. So, you know, it's a great it's a great place to eat. It's not on our list, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Baseline. For, uh, you're breaking, you're breaking all the rules just because you like Baseline. They're, it's getting I preferential am. treatment. This is getting preferential treatment because I don't think it got properly rated on TripAdvisor. And there is a... There's craft beer. If you're a beer drinker there, people say it's great. I, I don't drink beer. There's hard cider on tap. There's wine on tap. And then the, the cocktails, they usually have two rotating cocktails. And then they've got pretty much any, you know, if you're just like a, a vodka soda or bourbon and Coke kind of guy, they can do that too. Uh, so anyway, that is a full endorsement for Baseline. <laughs> the other place that won't be on any of our list is Pizzeria Italia, and I think this is an appropriate time to mention Pizzeria Italia because we just finished at Epcot, and that's what we do. Anyway, okay. Hollywood Studios, number one on the list, ABC Commissary. Again, this is not surprising. It's somewhere that we we eat later in the day, maybe after we do Baseline. A little bit of chicken, chicken fingers and fries. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the honey mustard here is the best honey mustard in all of Disney World. If it is the squirt honey mustard if it's the package that's what you get everywhere else don't don't waste your time but abc commissary is like a food court to me again there's a lot of different options there are some healthy options on this menu if uh, that's what you're into and uh it doesn't surprise me this is number one yeah i, I was i was 100 percent expecting this to be number one um backlot express i've been to that's next on our list we've been there a few times as well i mean i just think it's kind of tucked away like getting there just seems like annoying to me we go ahead. So, yeah, backlots. We went to backlot last uh, last trip to to Disney. We ate at backlot, and if you if you hear any background noise, our our dog just ran in to say hello to me. But backlot Express is uh, <clears throat> it's all right. You know what? You know what actually has driven me to backlot? What's that? When I log on to mobile order my food, and their window is earlier than ABC Commissaries. So I can definitely see that. The next one is another place I eat at 100% of the time when I go to Hollywood Studios. Number three on the list, Ronto Roasters. 
this I in my personal in my heart it should be higher, but it is like when I read the menu, I'm like, ew, no way that tastes good. But there's something about there's something about a Ronto wrap at 10 a.m. in the morning. Don't get the breakfast Ronto wrap. Get the get the traditional one that you typically would eat at lunch. This place closes early, so you need to make sure you get there before they close in the afternoon. It's in Galaxy's Edge. They uh, it's just they got a little outdoor area you can sit at and eat. They've got fans in there. It's nice. We will be getting a Ronto wrap. If you don't get one on your first trip, Matt, we'll get one. 100%. We're going to need one on the Mendo Disney trip. <laughs> I'm fired up for that. That's something that, um, you know, obviously is a newer thing that I've definitely not done before. But a Ronto wrap just, it sounds sounds ridiculously cool. Um, Docking Bay 7, another one. I, have. I haven't been to the next two on the list. Docking Bay 7. Go ahead, Tom. Well, you, you really, you would not have been to Ronto Roasters, Docking Bay 7, or the last one on the list, which is, yeah. spoiler alert, it's in Toy Story Land. But I have been to Docking Bay 7 in search for air condition. I have been there with friends who wanted to get a drink in there and I just sat with them. I would tell you that the, uh, they just redid their menu. So since I've been, it's a little different, but here's a little pro tip. And, and Matt, you should listen to this too. When you do mobile orders, you can go look at the kids menu as well. And in some cases you can get plenty of food, much cheaper in a kid's meal. And that's what Pete and one of our other buddies did. They ordered like, I want to say it was a, a grilled chicken, broccoli. Like it, it was a pretty normal meal and they ordered it on the kid's side and it, size and it was perfectly fine. But as I mentioned, they've redone their menu. I'm looking through it now. These prices closely reflect what you pay at Satuli. So think more like 15 to 20 bucks a person versus a traditional quick service, maybe in the 12 to $14 range. It's also in Galaxy's Edge. It's it's uh, ranked number four. I, they're really, you know, I don't know what else you would have in this slot because there are some. They're they're not there are there are not a ton of options like there are in other parks. But uh, Dog May Seven is number four, and then number five is Woody's Lunchbox. I f- I'm a frequent flyer at Woody's Lunchbox. Well, there's a good lemonade there, isn't there? That you enjoy. It's yeah. not even food related. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a grown up lemonade kind of guy, and. You know, it's really funny. I'm sure I've told this story, but I'll tell it again. Never a drink I would order on my own, but my wife wanted it. And she went, so she gets the drink and like two sips in, she's like, hey, while we're over here, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. Can you hold my drink? And it, it, it's, it's, I'm pouring sweat. It's so hot at this day. And I'm sitting down and I take a sip of it and it was one of the best drinks I've ever tasted. It, and so I, ca- I just cashed it. And had to order her a second one. And like a gentleman I am, I even took a sip out of the second one. So she got the same level of grown-up <laughs> lemonade that she left with. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't buy yourself another one too. Well, you know, I probably didn't need it. Uh, you know, we had a lot to do that day. But I would tell do. you the entrees here, they've got a barbecue brisket melt that people like, smoked turkey sandwich. But really, the thing that I think sticks out above all is the grilled three cheese sandwich. Who doesn't like a grilled cheese? Uh, Nine bucks, and uh, I I think that's pretty good. They also have a uh, like some breakfast specialties, and they used. To, I'm looking on the menu and I don't see it anymore. They used to have like this, this really neat. Yeah, yeah, the lunch box tart. So they, the raspberry lunch box tart is also pretty good at Woody's Lunchbox. So I know quite a bit about that establishment. For the end of the parks, going over to Magic Kingdom. Number one, Columbia Harbor House. 
Fun fact about Columbia Harbor House, if you are on the side of that restaurant that is in Liberty Square, no bathroom. If you're on the side in Fantasyland, there is a bathroom. Uh, there is a lobster roll here that's served cold that's pretty good, but this menu all in all is great. Not surprised that this is number one on the list for our quick service here. Number two does surprise me because I think it's awful now. So Pecos like, Bill. Yeah, so Pecosville, yeah. Pecosville, Tom. I was actually telling my wife last night we were we were watching some Disney stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, I used to love that place, but I heard they just I heard I heard it was ruined. And for those of you that don't know, Pecosville used to be kind of like a an all you can eat like nacho buffet that you could make. It was like, you know, you could make your own I don't know if you can make your own tacos, but I know you can make your own nachos. At least to the point where I could get as many jalapenos and as much cheesy dip as I wanted. And, you know, I would just go hog wild there. And it's just something you can't do anymore. I mean, Tom, explain what it's like now because we, we won't be going, I know. I mean, I'm looking over the menu. I mean, an Angus cheeseburger. Then they got like a Southwest salad. They just don't know what they are. The, a fajita platter. They don't know what they are. They're, 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 they're trying to be Moe's and Burger King at the same time. And, Moe's uh, and But it's BK. number two on the list. And, you know, personal bias out, we're just reporting the facts here. It's number two on the list, and that is what it is. Number three, not surprised at all. Really, really actually surprised it's not number two. Sleepy Hollow. If you heard of a Nutella waffle, this is the place you get them at. It's, this is something that my wife will wait four hours for. She, I, I don't know if there's an attract. She would skip attractions to, to get Sleepy Hollow in Magic Kingdom. And they have, she does a Nutella waffle and it's got like strawberries and berries. All, I mean, it's, it's, it's a full snack, uh, as they say. I think they call it the fresh fruit waffle sandwich. Um, then I, if, if I get anything from here, I go more with the, it's like a chicken, it's like a, a spicy chicken. That, spicy that's, chicken that's what waffle. I go for. A sweet yeah. and spicy chicken waffle sandwich is what I go for here. But uh, Sleepy Hollow is number three on the list. Number four is Friar's Nook. And I don't know if I've ever been here outside of when I've been in Disney for an after hours event and they have something cool here that I needed to get. But, you know, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner here, which I did not know. Uh, there's their breakfast. They have a little breakfast sandwich. So maybe, maybe I look at that cause it, it looks halfway decent, but they've got like hot dogs and cheese tots and bratwurst. See, I'm not a big hot dog guy. I don't know why, but it's like, if I'm going to go pay money for something in Disney, it's not going to be a hot dog. Then you better not let Pete hear that because you keep acting like you want to go eat at Casey's corner. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but Casey's corner is kind of a hot dog place. I do. I remember that, and I just like to mess with Pete with Casey's Corner. Maybe he'll maybe he'll actually listen to this when he edits it, and he'll know the the, the joke is up. Um, Aloha, Isla, Isla, Aloha, Isla. Yes, yeah, so I think this is number five. It should say Aloha Isla. I had a typo, and that's really funny to see you try to sound it out. But this is Dole Whip, Dole Whip Place. Um, it's in it's in Adventureland. People go here for Dole Whips. It's number five. I don't even know if I, I would consider this a quick service, but it people did in the ratings, and, and that's what it came back as. So, All about that those Dole Those are the whip. parks. Those were, let's see, 20, 20 restaurants we gave you. So as we kind of pause here before we go to resorts in Disney Springs, tons of options. 
and all these menus offer, offer something different. I would say where you are like where you get into the biggest differences in what these places offer, probably Animal Kingdom and Epcot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just say Animal Kingdom because you can see some overlap in others. But uh, the best of the bunch for me, Satuli Canteen. I uh, did not have. I want to reiterate. Did not have baseline on this list, but that would be up there for me as well. <laughs> Anything stick out for you, Matt? I mean, obviously, I know you're excited to try Satuli. I mean, really, the thing for me is just. I I'm excited for, and maybe we've, we've done this before. Go back and listen to our food and wine episodes. Cause I mean, that's just a lot of quick service type stuff that you can get, you know, quickly through the world showcase that I've cut. But yeah, I think our list is, is really, really good. I, I agree with most things on here. I can't think of anything that was left off. That would be considered quick service. Um, so do you want to go to resorts or Disney Springs next? I'm good either way. You let's, tell me. Let's stay in the Disney bubble, I guess, and let's go to um, Disney Springs. Because, I mean, this is kind of like, it's not a park, but it is an area that you can hang out at. Um, chicken Guy. You've told me all about Chicken Guy, and I think, I don't know if we're going to eat there on our trip or if we plan to eat there on our trip, but talk to okay, me about so, Chicken Guy. Yeah, I'll talk about Chicken Guy a little bit. Always packed. Who doesn't like chicken? Chicken strips, fries, different types of chicken. We were going to eat there on the first night of our trip before Ohana reopened. So our plan was to go to Disney Springs, no reservation, and just basically pull from this list right here and look at it and say, all right, where do we want to go? And Chicken Guy was number one on my list. We will probably not eat there. Unless, Matt, you and I are talking about kind of getting down there early. Maybe you and I run over there for lunch and yeah. do... Uh, a, a late Disney Springs lunch, but yeah, Chicken Guy is wildly popular, and it is uh, located in Disney Springs. So, I mean, Blaze Pizza I've heard of, but I, I think Tom wants to go in order. So, Pol- Polite Pig, talk to me. Yeah, Polite Pig's a little barbecue spot. Uh, if you if you depending on what garage you park in, I think Lime Garage at Disney Springs. As you come down the escalator, you're gonna smell you're gonna smell some sweet goodness in the air, and that's Polite Pig. They uh, also have a sit-down portion, but I think they have like a window that you can go up to. Here's I, I personally have not eaten here. Pete has eaten here with one of our buddies. They they went to the sit-down portion and said it just wasn't worth the amount that they paid. But it's number two on the list. I think it's partially this high on the list because it's right by the garage. And people smell it and they grab food immediately. That but could very well that's be just, it. That's my speculation. Number three on the list is Gideon's. Gideon's... Got to a point when it first opened where their virtual queue would be booked out for the entirety of the day. Gideon's is a it's Gideon's is a bakehouse. They do uh, these massive cookies. I actually think Polite Pig sells the was selling the cookies prior to Gideon's coming to Disney Springs. But if you if you look up their menu. It's it's all a bunch of sweets, you know, chocolate chip cookies, toffee cook, cookies and cream, triple chocolate chip, and they're not they're not cheap. So one cookie runs you about six bucks. Uh, there are some cake slices there that run you about nine bucks a slice. So then they have like a hot cookie hour, you know, they have a range on pricing. It 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 really is the the top of the line cookies, uh, Gideon's. I don't consider this a quick service, but it was considered one. 
and it came number three on this list. And we have six restaurants here. Morimoto Asia, there's a grab-and-go portion to that restaurant. Again, not somewhere I've eaten. You know, I tend to, uh, I tend to stay with like the, the Blaze pizzas of the world, the chicken guys of the world, or like a, a sit-down meal at Chef Art Smith. Number five on the list is Blaze Pizza. And before you laugh, because you can get this a lot of places, I love going here. And this place stays packed. But this is probably one of the quick service restaurants that stays packed with Disney cast members. They're not going to the the Gideons and the chick, you know, they're they're going <laughs> to like a you know, they're working. It, this is, think of think when you're home in your real life, you would eat Blaze Pizza. So when you go in there, it's typically a lot of workers from Disney in there. Yeah, and um, the way I understand it, Blaze is kind of like a Moe's except for a pizza. You kind of just you know make your pizza, and they put it in the in the little fire oven, and then get your food. Yeah, and I think LeBron James is a partial owner. Yeah, which so is I almost probably why I won't go yeah, there. Yeah, I almost didn't ever eat it because of that. I don't like LeBron one bit, but you know he. Uh, I, I think I had a boss at work that wanted to meet me there, and I. <laughs> Food is food's great. <laughs> so uh, I love pizza, though. And then last on the list, Cookies of Dublin. And this would be a fun game for me. What do you think this is, Matt? Like, if you had to guess what this place serves, what would you guess? Cookies of Dublin. Biscuits. I don't believe there's any biscuits on the menu. Oh, I thought I was right. Um, cookies. <laughs> cookies. No cookies. Uh... Irish food. Okay, yeah, we're getting closer. Um, I don't know any Irish food. So this is, uh, I think it's, I, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's connected to uh, Raglan Road. Bread pudding. Uh, I don't think, I don't think they have the bread pudding here. I mean, I'm checking though. Does this place even exist? I mean, every, yeah, so. I mean, I've guessed everything it could be. So they have the fish and chips, chicken tenders and chips, the Dubliner burger. Tender grilled chicken sandwich, buffalo chicken sandwich. So, yeah, I, there's no way you could have guessed it by the name unless you just knew. But I was really just hoping you said cookies to begin with. Well, it's I not. I did look at their desserts. Come out. One second. You seem frustrated. Because you spelled it cookies, Thomas. It's C-O-O-K-E apostrophe S. <laughs> okay, it's Cooks, it's cooks, cooks of, Dublin. of Dublin. What in the world? This is going to be a funny for our listeners. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of like when I read it. I, you know, I did this outline a while back. I'm like cookies of Dublin, and I even googled cookies of Dublin, clicked on cooks of Dublin, and I'm scrolling through the menu. So <laughs> they don't sell cookies. What, what what would you have said if it was cooks of Dublin? I would have thought Irish food. Like I mean, when you say cookies, my, my wife and I, we watch the Great Baking Show sometimes, and I know that they called things different things over there that we call them. Like, I mean, a biscuit is like a cookie. So, Wow. Cooks of Dublin. I, did I say cookies? You said cookies. Okay, well, anyway, there's Disney Springs. Six restaurants there. Chicken Guy, Polite Pig, Gideon's, Morimoto Asia's Grab and Go, Blaze Pizza, and Cooks or Cookies of Dublin. Again, this is not our personal rating. Out of the bunch, the best one, the, the two that I eat at most, or the best one for me, Chicken Guy, Blaze Pizza. All right. So now we're going to talk about some quick service that are that's at actually Disney Resorts. And the first one here, Tom, is Captain Cookies. What do you think about Captain Cookies at the Polynesian? Yeah, Captain Cooks at the Polynesian. 
I love it. And and this is in one of our planning in our group one of our group texts. I I threw out like why don't we just eat at Captain Cooks? Yeah. So tell me about Captain Cooks because I mean like we were talking about doing Ohana and then it turned into Captain Cookies and I don't know what Captain Cookies is. So yeah, Captain Cooks is kind of like your standard quick service at a resort. Uh, you know, think think back to like when you stayed at All Star and you went into like the food court. Not the scale of what you saw in size, but uh, there's some, there are some Polynesian favorites you can get. You know, pork sandwich, meatballs, the noodles. Then there are also just some more basic meals. We we went one night. We were waiting to get into Trader Sam's, and I want to say Pete and I and a couple buddies went over there and ordered our dinner from there and we each got like two kids meals and just just mobile kept mobile ordering food uh one of my favorite quick service places because i just love being in the polynesian number two on the list contempo cafe i ate here on our last trip one of our last trips i was not all that impressed i i it's number two on the list and this is you know rated by TripAdvisor and rated by other websites i researched but I don't know. It was just okay. Yeah, I mean these these are places I've never been, so I'm I'm listening to you here. Um, I mean I'm a big fan of like the quick service at at you know the resorts that I've stayed at. Like at the end of the night, you know, you just go through and grab something. They usually stay open until like eleven o'clock or midnight, something like that. And I mean they usually have pizza and stuff. So I mean I, I think that you know these are. I mean Tom, have you been to Roaring Forkies? Okay, are you just doing ease on everything? Roaring Fork is in Wilderness Lodge. I've never eaten there. I've seen it. I have actually heard this place is pretty good. They have a lumberjack platter, pulled pork, mac and cheese, cornbread, and coleslaw. Probably pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the menu of all these places. Um, the next one is the Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I haven't been there, but well, nothing's wrong with it. <laughs> it's probably pretty good. Yeah, so, and that's what I would tell you. The, I, I think it's the Mara. I think that's how you say it. I have not been here, nor have I been to the Scat Cat Club, which surprises me. I feel like you um, might have been to the Scat Cat Club, just didn't know it was the Scat Cat Club, you know, back in the day. Maybe. I'm looking at the Mara's, uh, bre- they do breakfast and dinner, it looks like. Not my style of food, but I think my wife would love it. I mean, they got... Um, they got burgers. I mean, black Angus yeah, bacon flatbreads, cheeseburger. Yeah. I mean, you'd find something there. Crispy chicken sandwich. So, the resort one outside of the top three, I I don't have much much experience or any anything to talk to on Mara or Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge or the Scat Cat Club. Uh, but those are five restaurants across all the resorts. Those were the top five. So, Polynesian Contemporary Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Port Orleans. One thing that should not surprise you for the five restaurants are the deluxe hotel level. So, uh, probably something to that. If uh, you know, if you're paying that kind of money, maybe uh, they they have a little bit better food options for you at the resorts. But that's the list. That is all in all twenty thirty six restaurants, thirty six quick service restaurants, rated by a variety of websites. We looked through. We covered the parks. We covered the top five restaurants at the resorts per per the online ratings, and then we covered Disney Springs. I you know as I kind of look back through it. If I had to pick one in each category, Chicken Guy, Captain Cooks, and Satuli. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm excited. I mean, I'm I can't hit all of these on my next couple of Disney trips, but I'm trying to hit as many as I can. 
I'm, like I said earlier, I'm a big quick service guy because it just allows you to have more time in the parks doing rides and not sitting down, you know, waiting on food. Um, Tom, do we have a secret and trivia? We do. Yeah. Secret of the night. Um, did you know you can find Lady and the Tramp's paw prints in front of the stairs at Tony's Town Square restaurant? This is That's the only good thing about Tony's Town Square, actually, because the food in, is not very good there. So don't don't worry about eating there. Just meander over to go see their paw prints. That's kind of a, a neat Disney touch. Going to the trivia question from two weeks ago. We asked you guys, what character is hidden along the brook in the gardens across from Tangled's restrooms? It is Pascal from the movie Tangled. There are many Pascals hidden. And we, you know, when you have annual passes and you go to Disney as much as we did, you have time to do this. So we found like all 14 or 11. I don't remember how many there were, but we found them all. And some of them that were tough to find, I just Googled how to find them, and that's how I found them. La trivia question of this week. Where can you find or where can you find the nod to Walt Disney World's opening year? Uh, there's a few places in Magic Kingdom you can find a nod to that year, but this specific one states Engine Company or Engine Co. 71. Where is that found in Magic Kingdom? I don't know you can, the answer. You can tweet us at podcast or email us at mendoww at gmail.com. So, is that all from your end, Matt? You ready to close this thing down? Yeah, let's close it out. So first, I, I want to thank you guys for being listeners and uh, and for supporting us. If you weren't aware, we do have a Patreon platform. You can you can look up uh, Patreon and, and it takes you to our page. We have we've continued to grow that platform. We appreciate the people that listen to both the regular and Patreon episodes. But uh, if you want if you're wanting more content, we do at least four episodes a month there. We we've started a, a little bit of a mini series where we drop maybe 10, 15 minute episode that covers news. We've done one of those so far, but we plan to to uh, do more of those as things pop up and we have you know breaking news. So if you do want to support us and, and hear more Disney content, we do uh, have a Patreon available for you. But in closing, that's it for us this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on Twitter, Podcast. If uh, uh, You can also email us with any questions, suggestions, or comments at mendoww at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It does help us out. And uh, you know, in closing, appreciate you guys for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>